Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the You Shouldn't Have Put Them There in the First Place edition. Oh my God, what are we putting (laughs) and where are we putting it? Uh, Yeah, although today's episode sounds like we'll be talking about one of our favorite subjects, which is uh, things getting stuck in people. Oh, I love that subject. uh, We're actually going to be covering another favorite topic of ours, uh, invasive species. Ah, I love (laughs) a good invasive species. Today... Episode 049, giant goldfish are taking over Minnesota and other places. Of course they are. (laughs) Of course they are. How, okay, I know you're going to tell me eventually, but how giant can a goldfish get? Oh, you're going to see some photos. Oh, fuck me. Okay. You're going to see some video. What? Yeah. Uh, All I know is every time uh, you're going to say the word goldfish today, I am going to think of the salty snack. Oh, they're delicious. Uh, It's a personal fave, and I'm going to think about putting it in (laughs) tomato soup, and then right after we record, I'm going to go to the grocery store, and I'm going to get goldfish. I didn't have to tell you any of that, but I did. You did, but and I can't wait for your... uh that image to just be slightly tweaked by the end of this episode. It, it, your image of goldfish will change. Are you going to talk me out of goldfish? No. I <gasps> I mean, I don't think so. Okay. Maybe you'll be really thrilled about it. Maybe, maybe, maybe you'll want a four-pound salty snack. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That'll Ooh. make sense later. Uh, <laughs> I am Jill Chacha, and I am with the hungry Mercer Riley. That's me. <laughs> Always hungry. Uh, and if this is your first time listening, uh, welcome to the flock. Uh, yeah, Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's true. Um, if I, I didn't know anything about today's episode. <laughs> if I had, I would be eating goldfish right yeah. now, crunching into the microphone That's and right. ruining everyone's experience. <laughs> Next time. There's Next always tomorrow. Time. There's always tomorrow. <laughs> I do have some triscuits too, so maybe at the break. Uh, so, giant goldfish, that's not the first time we've talked about invasive species. No. Uh, we have a long list. Uh, just in episode 041, we went into the incredible history of how monkeys ended up living next to a Florida airport. Do you remember uh, that? I, I, how could I forget? It's one of my favorite things in the world. It's incredible. Uh, there's also a not-so-secret arapaima farm in Florida also. Do you remember that fish? I arapaima, do. I do. It's quite possibly uh, the largest and angriest freshwater fish around. And yep. They're breeding them. So. They're big. Yeah, they're and they're very big. around. Uh, let's not forget all the peacocks, dog-sized lizards, and wild pigs running out and about in this glorious nation. It's true. We're, we're just covered yes. in uh, invasive species. Just wall-to-wall, just wall-to-wall species. Yeah, throw a rock and you'll, you'll hit a giant pig. <laughs> That's right. So true. you shouldn't throw a rock because <laughs> they will get mad. Right, it's uh, figurative. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and they get fucking huge. Speaking huge. of big, yeah. Highly recommend a Google on videos of how big wild boar and pig get. What is with all these giant animals? <laughs> I feel like it was just like five minutes ago we were talking about dog-sized spiders, and I'm like, this, it's just too big. I, <laughs> Even as a woman from Texas where everything is huge, I'm like, I don't know, it's too big for me. <laughs> yeah, we, we, need to, we need to rethink this. Tone it down. Um, so, yeah, we have episodes and in-betweenies on all of that shit. If you haven't had a listen, just scroll back. The details are in the headlines and... The titles or whatever the fuck. Do so, it. You'll yeah. thank us later. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, we are gathered here today to add another adorable <laughs> creature 
unintentionally causing havoc to this list. Oh, no. Um, and it happens to be another aquatic animal. So where better to start than in the land of 10,000 lakes? What? 10,000? Right. 10,000 uh, 10, lakes. Uh, we're heading on over to Minnesota. Oh. That's their uh, slogan. I had no idea. <laughs> I've never been to Minnesota. Um, I am a fan of the accent. So, so, so wonderful. One of my favorites. I would do it now, but I think that would be offensive to uh, folks in Minnesota. Just, so, I, oh, you heard it come out. Minnesota. <laughs> ah, I'm so sorry. It's I, almost impossible. It's almost impossible not to think of it or say it or just, just, you know. It's, I know. Uh, it's just the listen, best listen, one, listen to one in crime. Their, their accents are just impeccable. I really? love it. Yeah. Just, ah. It's it's so wonderful. Okay, I love it. so we're over in Minnesota, uh, a U.S. state bordering Canada and Lake Superior. So if you point to the U.S. Canadian border, okay, and move your finger all the way east until you hit all them big lakes, the last state is Minnesota. Oh, right above us, we're in New York. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, so our first stop is in Burnsville, just a wee fifteen miles south of downtown Minneapolis. Okay. Uh, it's a hopping place known for its regional mall, Burnsville Center. Oh my god, I love that it's known for a mall. <laughs> uh, it's also got an adorable dog park called Alley Magnet Dog Park. Um, there's also a 310-foot vertical ski peak called Buck Hill. What else do you need in a fucking town, in a fucking city? We've got place for dogs place to ski and a place to blow all of your money mm -hmm. uh that will also give you a migraine amazing right. minneapolis just i'm into it come on down so uh dr marissa i'd like to introduce you to its newest and rather large claim to fame uh without any context would you do the honor of describing who you see in this photo uh a photo of which will of course be on our, all of our social medias always instagram twitter uh, details are in the show notes. Please come on by and play along. So this photo, Dr. Marissa, what do you see? I see a big-ass goldfish. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, this this ain't no cracker. This is yeah. a big-ass orange mm -hmm. goldfish. I see a, a human, a, a man holding a goldfish. It takes two hands. It's yep. about the size of two big man hands put together yeah uh you can't even see one of the hands that's right it is also the most vibrant shade of orange and light orange it's beautiful it is um i would like an outfit in this uh color spectrum highly recommend looking at the photo she's gorgeous she's bright she's very 70s just oh yeah i would love a wallpaper yeah. that that <laughs> not of scales but like of this particular color of its flesh <laughs> i would like turn it into wallpaper <gasps> but um interior design yeah yeah it's massive i would say from mouth to tail well over a foot yeah well yeah. over a foot uh, yeah, and she's chunky in the middle. Really cute. I think she has a smile. Yeah. I think she's glad <laughs> she's, to be there. She's giving us a side eye, too. Yeah. I know. So, yes, my friends, uh, this is a common goldfish. Uh, you know, the one you win at a county fair or buy at a pet store for a few bucks, and then you plop it in a bowl, hoping it survives the week. Holds These guys. the phone. That's a normal size? That is, uh, no. well, <laughs> we'll get into it, but we're used to just like goldfish being like two inches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying this big one was the normal size. And I was like, 
no, no, no. I, I misheard yeah. you. I, I, I was thinking of the, you know, why did I have the bowl, Bart? That's like right. <laughs> that size goldfish. Excellent Simpsons reference. But yeah, these are, we're common goldfish. They're usually like these little buddies that you just throw into a bowl and just like kind of sadly forget about them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, here's the thing. Everything we've been told about these fish is a big old lie. What? And the stereotypes that they don't live very long, that they have terrible memories, that they're not the smartest, these beliefs are why goldfish populations in lakes are getting way the fuck out of hand. Oh my god. Okay. Should we get into it? We we really should. I need okay. details. <laughs> All right. So, this big guy and thousands of its closest friends were found in Keller Lake, and their numbers got to a point where quote Folks were seeing them from the shore, or if they were out kayaking, residents would catch a glimpse of them, and when they were out on their boat, end quote, from the Burnsville Natural Resources Specialist, Caleb Ashling. I mean, when you're chonky and neon, it's you're going to be hard to miss. You're going to be hard to miss. Yeah. Especially when you're with thousands of your chonky friends. Oh, so my cute. God. Squad goals. <laughs> That's right. It's like, no. Chunky squad goals. Chunky. Taking over. (laughs) (laughs) Taking the fuck over. Take it over. So wildlife officials needed to make a statement ASAP. And where else does one make a statement other than Twitter? Yeah, that's right. Dr. Marissa, if you would, please tell us what at Burnsville MN told the public this past July 9th. Of course, of course. All right, quote, Please don't release your pet goldfish into ponds and lakes, exclamation point. They grow bigger than you think and contribute to poor water quality by mucking up the bottom uh, sediments and uprooting plants. End quote. (laughs) Don't do it, y'all. Don't. Keep them home. That's right. Toilet them (laughs) when they die. Now... A 280 character limit on Twitter, unfortunately, isn't enough to explain how the fuck little Timmy's two-inch pet goldfish can turn into a 14-inch wild animal. So we're going to help y'all out. Please do. Uh, Let's talk about the anatomy of this fish first to undo all of those misconceptions that I just talked about. Okay, okay. Okay. Tell me everything. So let's start at the head, y'all. Okay. In regards to their vision... It's pretty awesome. What? Their eyes have four kinds of cone cells compared to our three. Oh. Which means they could identify red, green, blue, and ultraviolet. Not even I can do that. That's right. And so, I have glasses, so. <laughs> uh, goldfish also have some kick-ass hearing abilities as well. Oh. Fucking get this. In a study called Reinforcing and Discriminative Stimulus Properties of Music in Goldfish. Oh. Jesus, what a title. The fishy test subjects were successfully trained to tell the difference between Toccata and Fugue in D minor by Bach and the Rite of Spring by Stravinsky. Okay, so that means they can hear everything we're saying and doing and listening to. That's right. It worries me because most people who have goldfish are young and and, and like kids and preteens yeah. have goldfish in their rooms. And that particular group, based on my experience, my personal experience, listens to bad music. <laughs> I know That's... because when I was goldfish age, I thought Hilary Duff was amazing. <laughs> I had an al- I had all of Hilary Duff's albums. If you know who that is, you know what I mean. So <laughs> if I had had a fish 
uh, they would have listened to So Yesterday mm. over and over by Hilary Duff, oh, which is one of the worst songs in the world. I'm sorry, <laughs> Hilary Duff. It is not good and you know it. And yeah. the rant. Should I go? Yeah, that is totally fine. <laughs> okay, bye. Know, it wasn't Bach. It was Duff. Okay. Yeah. You know, but poor fish. I hope, you know, I hope it, you know, well... Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> so they can identify classical music, which means they can definitely remember longer uh, shit for longer periods than a few seconds. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Dr. Fish. Marissa, would you be so kind as to reveal a little bit more about their cognitive abilities as described by the Goldfish Wiki? I would love to read from the Goldfish Wiki. All right, quote, <laughs> Goldfish have a memory span of at least three months and can distinguish between different shapes, colors, and sounds. By using positive reinforcement, goldfish can be trained to recognize and to react to light signals of different colors or perform tricks. Mm -hmm. In addition, their visual acuity allows them to distinguish between individual humans. That's right. They know. They know. They knew you were a monster playing all that music. And they knew that Hilary Duff... Was not the best singer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, uh, very. Unf- those fish were up to date. Yeah, I do not hate Hillary Duff, by the way. <laughs> I just am embarrassed at my own taste. Uh, so that's right, Marissa's um, embarrassed, and these fish can identify <laughs> faces and features. They're also cool being solitary, and they're cool with being in large schools. Uh, very rarely do they harm other goldfish, so they're not aggressive. Oh, yeah. Even when it comes to mating season, uh, I'd say they're more annoying than anything. Oh. Um, males chase females carrying eggs, bumping and nudging them until they release those eggs. Uh, that is annoying. That is so annoying. Yeah. It's, it's just like here, get out. That kind of thing happens. Take it. Yeah, exactly. Take the eggs. <laughs> so. I don't want to see you again. There you go. <laughs> Uh, after sticking to any local vegetation, eggs hatch in just 48 to 72 hours. That is so fast. That is super fucking fast. And the newborns are adorably called fries. Stop it. Uh-huh. Stop it. Yes. Fries? Uh-huh. <sighs> wow. I know. Everybody, I, I, I don't think it's going to get better than that. She just I, took off her glasses. She put them down. Just closed the computer. Does yeah. <laughs> everyone leave? What? Podcast over. Okay, okay. Tell me more about the fries. uh, Well, they grow super fast, too, reaching maturity around a year old. Oh, little Uh, I know. And my friends, when there are no big predators around, they can live up to, get this, 20 to 40 years. Stop it. Yep. So I could have had a goldfish that... that is Grew with your taste. Yeah. That grew with my taste. There you go. I could have it here in New York right now if I had taken good care of it. Yes, exactly. Oh, my God. Fucking insane. Yeah, uh, they can grow up to five pounds and well over a foot long. And within that time, they churn up sediment and uproot aquatic plants on the lake floor, uh, looking for worms, bug larvae, other fish's eggs, small crustaceans, really anything they could fit in their little mouths. Oh, man. I know. So... To recap for a second, uh, they have great vision, yeah, great hearing, yeah, great memory. Uh, they grow quickly and love to eat. Um, they're not aggressive with each other, and they have a long ass lifespan. I I think I aspire to be a goldfish. <laughs> this is everything I want in my future self. This it's is the just, truth I want to live yeah. to be. 
quite honest. May we all aspire. Yeah. yeah. To live long and, and, and not be aggressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Jeez. Have a good memory. Jesus Christ. To actually love to eat. That's, I mean, I love to eat, but I would like love to eat. There you go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know no what one knows mean. what I mean, but it's fine. <laughs> anyway. Okay. The piece de resistance, though, we didn't get to until now about oh. these fish. Oh. Right. Quote, they're perhaps the only vertebrate animal that could live without any oxygen. What? which is remarkable, said Peter Sorensen, a fisheries biologist professor at the University of Minnesota. How the hell does that work? Mm-hmm. Quote, they can, go, uh, they can go with what we call totally anaerobic, and they just live off sugars and produce alcohol. What? End quote. They keep getting better. They produce alcohol. Um, yeah. I know that's yeah. not what that is, but like... Well, kind of. I mean, these lucky <laughs> fuckers, they make and live off their own body booze. Um, so let's, let's explain what this is. So I'm it's like, incredible. Fro- I'm frozen with my mouth open. Yeah. They make their own in-body booze. That's right. That's right. We fucking do. Let's what, get into it. Why aren't we all <laughs> goldfish if reincarnation is a thing? What do I have to do right <laughs> to be a goldfish? <laughs> Man. All right. All right. Let's explain how they make their own body booze. So when water levels, when water levels are shallow too murky, when water freezes, uh, or even when there's too many fish taking up what oxygen remains, there's no need to worry because goldfish can survive for five months without oxygen. How do they do it? Now, Dr. Marissa, would you like to read a very long thing? I'm ready. If it involves my new favorite (laughs) thing on the planet, which is the body booze uh, fish, <laughs> sorry, goldfish, uh, I would love to read it. Okay, so uh, would you be so kind to tell us about this process? Uh, right here, I'm pulling it up for you. Absolutely. I am quoting MassiveSci.com, quote, without a steady supply of oxygen, mitochondria, the powerhouse of cells, can't do their job of providing bundles of energy. Anoxic cells are instead forced to rely on anaerobic metabolism outside the mitochondria to convert energy into a usable form. This alternative pathway is highly inefficient and produces the toxic metabolic byproduct lactic acid, the stuff that makes your muscles scream during a sprint. Carp sometimes face quite a predicament. They need energy to power their body, but somehow also need to avoid poisoning their own blood with lactic acid. That's where the booze comes in. By converting lactic acid into ethanol and then dumping that ethanol into the water, carp can survive for months with little oxygen. End quote. There you go. They're making a thing that hurts into a thing that's alcohol. Yeah. Magic. It's magic. They fucking evolved to to make booze in their body. It's just, it's incredible. Thank you, Dr. Marissa, for You're that explanation. welcome. <laughs> Humans have a lot of evolving to we do, by the so way. so much work. I get a uh, sunburn in three seconds, and this thing turns fucking pain into a, a, a fucking, fucking cocktail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <What? laughs> Hurry the process up. God damn it. Okay. Well, continuing from MassiveSci.com, quote, and do they ever survive? These carp party it up with blood alcohol levels reaching more than 50 milligrams 
per 100 milliliters. That's above the legal limit for driving in Scotland and Northern European countries, but not the USA or Canada, where it's about 80 milligrams per 100 milliliters, because that's us. Yeah. Um, They're basically drunk for three months of the year. End quote. Same. I know. What a goal. What a goal. (laughs) My God. What a fucking beautiful goal. And so why did we just go through all of this? Well, after the break, we're going to talk about the perfect storm. This is a primer to help us understand how Timmy's pet goldfish became a school of more than half a million strong and still growing. You won't believe your eyes or your fucking ears. Holy shit. Please stay tuned. Please do, y'all. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back and we're waist deep in an inlet of Big Woods Lake. Oh. <laughs> so, what does an inlet mean, by the way? <laughs> so it's like a um, picture a lake. Yeah. And then off to the side, there's like a, um, there's like a, almost looks like a spring or a very tiny river oh, from it. Oh, yeah. that comes an inlet. Oh, I, I, yeah. I get what you mean, like a little, okay, yes. Yeah, yeah yes. we're, we're going to look at uh, some photos and I'll provide some photos too. Uh, of this inlet because Cute. it's it's small but uh, very crowded. And oh, we're we're gonna get into it. Mm. So where is Big Woods Lake exactly? Well, it's in the very southwest corner of Minneapolis. Okay, itself of course in Minnesota, mm. um, and just like with Keller Lake, uh, who we brought up earlier, residents jog, hike, and do outdoorsy shit around this body of water too. Mm. But although it's miles away from Keller, Big Woods has an even bigger goldfish problem. You guys. That's right. Quote, it was the most densely populated discovery of goldfish staff had ever seen, according to the Carver County Water Management Organization. But why? Yeah. Why, Jill? Why? <laughs> so, what happened? So that quote was taken back in November of 2020. Oh, no. Around the time the organization was finally able to start removing the species from the area. Okay. The fish were first spotted in April of 2019, and thanks to lockdown and the lake's own oxygen levels, low oxygen levels, a few to no predators, all of that, nothing was keeping them in check. Yeah. Yeah. So they became this. And I'd like to show you a photo of what happened when just two fish are released. What could possibly happen? Oh, my God. Uh, Dr. Marissa, please describe what you see in this photo, which is just a snapshot of the problem. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Yep. So there are two guys. They're, they've both got a net. They're holding it the way you would hold like a sheet if uh, you and a friend were folding the sheet together. So they're, it's a very mm-hmm. wide net. Um, and then they are trying to round up goldfish. And there are so many yeah. piles. They are touching each other. They are all touching each other. But beyond that, beyond the place where their net is, um, it is almost, it is still very dense. Yes. It is dense dense it is that's a lot of fish that's a lot of fish and they're all touching yeah i mean the inlet is maybe just 10 feet across yeah from bank to bank it's just crowded with just various shades of orange and gold and white yellow yeah it's like a creamsicle yeah exactly Yeah. yeah and these two guys are just trying to net these net these fish man yeah. uh what we're seeing here is jordan ween of wsb and associates and andy eggcum of the carver county water management organization removing goldfish from a creek connecting to 
Big Woods Lake on October 26th. So now I'm about to show you a video on how they net these fish, like the whole process. Okay. But let's get into some crazy ass stats first. Yes. Give me the stats. That's I right. want to know numbers. <laughs> okay. So... On the day they on the on the day this team removed, uh, how many goldfish do you want to guess that they removed? A hundred. A hundred. Two two hundred. Two hundred. Okay. Um, so on this day, this one haul, it was estimated they caught fifty thousand fish. I mean, fuck me. <laughs> but clearly, I don't know how to count. That's. <laughs> What do we do with the? Do, can you eat them? Do you put them somewhere else? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into that. But oh, yeah, this, okay. this one haul was fifty thousand fish out of this one creek slash inlet, just that day. Damn. Um, and environmentalists believe that there's at least half a million out there uprooting plants and plowing through the food chain, leaving little behind for other native fish in the area. Fuck. Half a million. Damn. Yeah. God damn it, that's a lot of fish. Yeah. Now, to better understand and get ahead of this massive school, staff tagged and released 500 of those fish to track their movements and see where they like to get their spawning on. Yeah. Uh, they're also age testing just to see how quickly they're reproducing, too. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Now, Andrew Dickhart, real name. Wow. Okay. Uh, aquatic Invasive Coordinator for the Water Management Organization told MPR News... Org, M is in Minnesota, quote, if we're going to remove the fish, we need to keep track of a percentage of the population that we're removing until we can get it down to a certain level where that population may no longer be harmful to the lake ecosystem, end okay. quote. Yeah. yeah. So Dr. Marissa, in your professional opinion, how long do you think it would take to remove most of the fish and stabilize this situation? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Six months? Six months. Uh, is that your final answer? Yes. Okay. Official plans estimate it's going to take about three years. I'm bad at this. I, <laughs> it's just too many fish. I, it's just, it's just it, this is beyond my ability. I, I can't even take care of one fish, let alone understand half a million. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, again, it's going to take three years to stabilize this one area in Minnesota, which Damn. is insane. Uh, so I think it's time to show you, uh, the entire method of removal. Yes. Video, video, video. Okay. So you at home can watch along on YouTube, search goldfish removal on Big Woods Lake, and you'll find a two and a half minute video with a questionable soundtrack. It's really weird. Oh my God. I cannot (laughs) wait. Yes. So Dr. Marissa, if you would, for the folks unable to watch blah, blah, blah. Please describe the removal process uh, and please read the captions for us too. I would love to. Okay. So let me pull up this video real quick. All right. We're about to watch the goldfish removal project. I'm so excited. Okay. And the uh, opening still, do you want to describe the opening still here? The opening still is a truck bed that is completely full with fish Mm -hmm. and nothing else. And, And the guy... There's a someone's hand and he's holding one fish. Yeah. Sorry, could be a she, could be a they. I don't know. But it is a person holding one fish. That's right. And but, it covers their entire palm. It's a big old fish. Yeah, it's a big old fish. There you go. All right, let's begin. Whoops. All right, the staff <laughs> removed. Here's the quote. The staff removed 29,000 more goldfish from Big Woods Lake. Okay, it's a bunch of guys. They're all wearing the same hats and overalls. Thumbs up. It is estimated that over 500,000 goldfish are affecting the water quality of Big Woods Lake. 
Okay, now I'm seeing the goldfish in the creek. There are so many. There are so many. Uh, apparently, they lose their gold coloring after many generations in the wild. It's just so many. It's so many. First staff secured a large net. Okay, I'm seeing a I'll giant ass net. Yeah. It is like... Bank to bank across. Bank to bank across. It's like if you put several like sheets together. I measure everything in sheets. Um <laughs> Thank you, you, Amazon. You're, thanks, Amazon. Uh, ours are just okay. Um, several sheets together. Um, you would get kind of a width of like two sheets. Yeah, and two it's like they're creating a barrier, basically. Yeah. Uh, so the fish can't get across. And uh, let's continue on just to see this process. Yes. This is very funny music. Okay, next... They placed an underwater speaker in the creek with loud sounds to drive the goldfish towards the large net. Here he is. He's putting a speaker. Okay. Then the staff got in with waders and a seine net to further herd the fish towards the large net. So they're doing basically everything they can to capture these fish in these sheet-sized nets. Exactly. Yeah, they're kind of like trying to squeeze them in. Yeah. So from the other end of the net, uh, they have their own net and they're just kind of like hurting them. They're like hurting cats, but they're fish towards this other net. Pretty much. It's just crazy. Yeah. All right. Let's see if we can fast forward a little bit. Once all in the net, it was time to get them out. Okay. So they're pulling up these sort of sheet nets. Yeah. They're trying to drag them out of the water. Drag them out of the water. So it's a laborious it takes about a team of five or six people yeah a whole new person just showed up there you go they're pulling them in Twenty nine thousand goldfish were removed today wayne uh eleven uh hundred and forty three pounds Twenty nine thousand fish god damn it over uh, uh how much is a ton is a thousand right uh i think a ton is two thousand pounds okay yeah. so not a ton yeah nearly half, half a, a ton yeah, half a ton of fish removed in one uh session so that was this was recorded on november 3rd of 2020 like we said they removed 29,000 ish fish yeah. another small dent was made now according to a tweet sent out by the carver county water management organization the fish will be used for compost good to know we're putting yeah. them back in the earth back in the earth we're using them for something valuable yeah just don't tell little timmy um yeah now, yeah going forward to maintain these invasive populations um ideas were rolled out such as <laughs> let's all just take a minute to think about this one adding more predator fish to the lake oh that's hilarious no. that is such an episode of the simpsons that's right. yeah don't they have a, some sort of problem so they release mongooses <laughs> and they have to release snakes and then they have to release gorillas that's right yeah and they all face to death in the winter so they don't have to worry about it <laughs> so, oh my god yeah so one option was thrown out there just to add more fish no, or no. or installing barriers in areas where goldfish are known to reproduce oh, which that's a good idea that's really smart that's a great idea uh, also a great idea according to mpr quote the staff also hope to educate people to never release any kind of domesticated animal into the wild that's right let's prevent this from happening altogether yes 
So where do you take your goldfish or any aquatic animal when caring for it is no longer an option? Good question. Well, there's actually lots of options. Uh, according to How to Break Up with Your Goldfish, which is a real document on the internet. That's amazing. I want to see that later. <laughs> uh, you can donate your fish to a pet store, a school, or any learning institution. You'll be amazed by how many folks who are, will be able and will are willing to take care of it. Take that's, it off your hands. That's so wonderful. Yeah. Of course. That makes complete sense. Yeah, donate it to a little to like a first grade class or something they'll, they'll love it dude they would love it yeah. uh the minnesota aquarium society has something called uh, surrender events which sounds ominous <laughs> but it's all good so um it's all good <laughs> <laughs> uh, so check your local aquarium societies i guess that's a thing they're around um, and honestly they better be because goldfish aren't just taking over minnesota schools have been spotted in parts of europe Canada, Australia, and way more cities in the United States. Uh, for example, world-famous Lake Tahoe. Four-pound goldfish have been caught there. Shut up. Yes. That's huge. That is fucking huge. That is huge. That's just... There are some dogs that aren't four pounds. That is so crazy. Also, also a random fact, um, I had a turtle uh, named Donatello when I was a kid. Yes. And uh, my dad told this lie um, that he had released it into the wild without asking me. And <laughs> I just think it's because it died. But now every time or afterwards, every time we saw a turtle in the lake, he would be like, look, it's Donatello. And um, I don't know what the point of this story was. There's really no lesson because I'm little, pretty sure it died. A little piece of Marissa right there. Little, there you go. A little piece of Marissa history. We learned a lot about you today. Your Hillary Duff phase. <sighs> your Donatello phase. Yeah. <laughs> uh, turtles and bad music. That a, is what contributed to me. Anyways, back to the podcast. <laughs> so a uh, four pound goldfish in Lake Tahoe is a thing. So that's happening. Uh, keep an eye on this space and keep tuning in because we're going to keep adding creatures to this list. That's right. And keep an eye out for Donatello. <laughs> yes. I tell him we said hi. Yeah. Um, so the end, but not of episode 049. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amazing. Yeah. Thanks for listening, subscribing, telling your friends about the magic that is goldfish. Thank you so much. Don't forget to write in with your interesting facts about fish, about Britney Spears, about anything you want. We That's will right. be obsessed with Did it. Did you I ever promise. meet Hillary Duff? Did you meet Hillary Duff? Was it <laughs> underwhelming? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I understand. And please stay interesting. Please do.